this is my cup of tea, and I'm Preston Bueno, and this is my podcast. So right before I started recording this episode, um, I, I killed a spider, and I feel very accomplished, because it looked very much dead, like it was on its, on its back and everything, and I kind of started going near it, and then it started moving, and I killed it, and I feel very accomplished, you know? <laughs> Speaking of right before I started recording, today is usually the day that I record my podcast, which is, uh, I tend to record on Fridays, right before <laughs> they upload, and I had an idea of what I wanted to talk about ever since last week. I was kind of pretty set on it, and I was kind of looking over some of the notes I had written down for the topic, and I immediately kind of changed my mind this morning. I didn't want to talk about the topic I had in mind, and I kind of felt like I wanted to start the series that I'm starting now for a hot minute. And it's just an advice talk series of just good things to know in certain aspects of life, I guess. And to be honest, the reason I wanted to have this episode too is because sometimes I have to remind myself like, hey, like listen to your own advice, dude. Like I'm constantly spurting out all these like words of affirmation and confidence and just like wise things but sometimes I forget about the the things I tell others to remember and I feel like right now I'm in a time in my life where I have to remember all the things that I keep putting out for other people to better themselves and I feel like I have to remember it for myself as well so we're gonna start this series called advice talks and this is episode one I posted on my Instagram story if anybody had anything they wanted advice on, and I got a couple stuff, so I'm very excited, which is kind of the stuff I was preparing anyway, so it's cool that I will be answering some of those questions, and like I've been saying, make sure to follow my Instagrams just so you can interact with the podcast as much as possible, and I'm always posting new things about the podcast as well. So, I'm glad to have you guys all here in our first series episode besides of like the normal kind of podcast this is going to be something a little extra something a little fun as well as um in my in love with life podcast episode i did a little segment on like quotes and things and i got a couple feed a couple good like feedback messages from that of people just saying they really liked it and like they've never heard those kinds of quotes things so um I've been on the lookout for, you know, I just, I'm on the lookout for quotes in general, but I found a couple that kind of relate to the certain little topics that we're going to be talking about, so I will get to those at our quote segment of the episode, but yeah, I'm very excited, this is going to be super fun and cool to talk about. So, I want to talk a little bit about everything, like I said, just different aspects of life and my advice that I have for it and that honestly sometimes I need to remember it too so we're gonna talk about it the first thing I want to talk about is just like personal advice things that you should remember about going about life and things like that I preach this all the time I talk about it any moment I can and it's that I keep my business to myself And I feel like that's very important to remember, like I've talked about a million times over. And even then I've talked to a couple people, and I love this podcast. It's a very fun way for me to express myself. But because I'm so determined to keep my business to myself, this whole podcast thing is kind of hard because 
I feel like it helps to talk about like my personal struggles and things like that and I want to step into that uncomfortable zone for me but also keep that respect and that value I have for myself of keeping my business my business so I'm trying to find a good medium between there and I feel like this might be it the whole advice thing because the way I give advice would hopefully be from my own personal experiences so I'm going to try to find a good medium there where I'm stepping out of my comfort zone but also remembering what I preach which is keeping my business to myself but as I keep saying keeping your business to yourself is such a powerful thing because when nobody knows anything about you and when no one knows what's really going on inside of your head and inside of your life it's kind of a fun thing because people are very confused like I sometimes I really feel like people see me as like an enigma because I'm just out here kind of doing my own thing and I don't care about what anybody has to say about it because it's my life I'm gonna do what I want at the end of the day so I feel like it's just a very powerful thing to have within yourself when no one knows anything you have going on I love it I love it I talk about it all the time another thing that I have to remember and I feel like a lot of people also struggle with this is the fact that overthinking will honestly be the death of you and I'm such an overthinker I'm such a planner I need if I when I go out I can't roll the punches or like just see what happens like I need to have like a plan you know everything has to be timed out like I'm, I'm a very big planner and I overthink every possible scenario and every possible outcome of any type of situation. And in a sense, that's a cool little thing to have within yourself because it means you're very prepared, I feel like. But also, to be overly analytical about things, it kind of takes the whole life aspect out of it because life is all about learning and experiencing and failing honestly and when you spend all your time overthinking the outcomes of situations you're you're messing with the whole timeline of actually experiencing it and I feel like for a long time that's what I did and I would just overthink everything and honestly I've come to the point where I think about it, I analyze it, I think about it logically and everything that might happen might not happen and then I do it because I, although I have all the time in the world, I really don't and I'm trying to live it up right now because I have a lot of things I'm trying to do and a lot of things I'm trying to succeed at. So I have no time to waste and overthinking will not be a time waster for me. That's the stupidest thing to waste time on is overthinking. So... That's another thing. Just remembering that, honestly, at the end of the day, overthinking will be the death of you. So think to an extent. Obviously, use your brain. But it's okay to just, it's okay to fail kind of a deal. And that's, like, also another thing. But I feel like a lot of people should know that. It's okay to fail. <laughs> um, I heard this one the other day, and it kind of blew my mind. And I've been telling people about it. I'm so passionate about talking and practicing manifestation and the law of attraction. But the same way you can manifest and attract positive things and positive situations into your life, you can you have the same power to manifest negative and 
uh, like awful things into your life if you really think about it. It makes total sense. Why can you only why should you only be able to manifest positive things? If you're a negative person, you're going to bring negative things into your life. That's just what happens. That's why people always say like, "Oh, positive vibes" because you keep putting out positive vibes, positive vibes are going to come back to you. So, when I heard that you can manifest uh, negative things into your life, it kind of freaked me out because, and it made me really think, like, for instance, let's say you were, like, kind of a skeptical girlfriend, you know, you're, like, kind of freaking out, you're, like, oh my gosh, like, I think my boyfriend's cheating on me, like, I really think he is, like, he probably, like, that's why he's probably not texting me right now because he's at a girl's house and he's cheating on me, like, that's what's happening, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, and you keep saying it and you believe it with everything you have inside of you, but your boyfriend actually isn't cheating, but then he actually really does later on. Like, I, I think you kind of manifested that. The, you attracted that into your life because you believed it was happening so hard. Because if you can believe a positive thing so hard, like I say all the time, like, oh my gosh, if you just believe that you already have it and it's already happening, then it will happen. You could do the exact same thing with negative things. So with that i'm trying to say just remember to always be positive because you can attract negative things just as powerfully as you can attract positive things i hope that makes sense because in my brain it does and it's my show and i'm probably not going to be able to explain it again (laughs) with the whole positivity thing keeping your circle small that's very important and i live by that i am not the type to want to have a million friends i rather have i rather have no friends than a million friends honestly if i'm being completely honest but keeping your circle small i think is a very valuable thing i have multiple circles you know like i have my uh dance studio circle i have my school circle i have my friends outside of school circle i have like a family friend circle you know what i'm saying and some people don't have that they kind of just have like one solid circle that's kind of all around that you know what i'm saying but i think the most important thing is just keeping your circle small and i think a lot of people know that you know because the fact that if you have a bunch of different friends or if you have a bunch of friends the chance of you, the chances of you being able to trust all of them equally is very low whereas if you have you know a close-knit group of friends you know then you guys kind of all rely on each other to like keep each other in check and keep your secrets safe and all that but if you have a wide variety of friends in all the same circle it's probably really hard for that trust and that protectiveness to kind of happen in my opinion and I think a lot of people would actually agree with me on that one I think that that one's pretty factual of just if you want more trust and honesty and reliability it's a small circle is where you'll find it Another big thing that I've had to learn throughout my life journey, the 17 years I've been on this earth, is I care way more than I should about a lot of things and a lot of different people. I tend to give 110% to just, I probably even more than that, but let's just slap that number on there. 110% to everybody, period. And especially you know it tends to hurt a little harder when it's people that wouldn't even like turn a shoulder for you or whatever you know I tend to bend over backwards for people just because I care just because and I don't expect anything back but you know it kind of hurts when you don't get it back (laughs) so over time I've kind of learned that you know 
people are not the same as me. People are not going to give that 110% or people are not going to give me the full energy I'm projecting out, which is okay. But in that, I had to kind of learn. I'm like, I can't be giving my energy out like that to everybody. And I think it's a very important thing to realize is you just can't be wasting your energy on places where it's not valued or respected. And that's a hard thing for people to understand too, especially if you've been giving them your 110% and then you kind of just have to like pull back and stop. They immediately kind of realize it and, you know, they get confused of like, hey, why are you not giving me, you know, everything you were giving me before? And you're like, well, because you're not valuing it so I'm gonna pull back and save it for somebody else that will and I think that's when too you start to find your people or you know people realize that and they feel bad for doing that for you so they want to fix that issue and I feel like it's it's an evolving thing and I'm glad I've learned it and I'm glad it's kind of taught me that the people that actually care will, you know, try to meet you 50-50. You'll start to meet people that are on the same kind of wavelength you are. Or it'll just cut the people out that, you know, obviously never really had the, had the energy or respect for you in the first place. So that's a cool kind of way that I saw that. Um, so a question I got that I put into this personal advice section is um, I got a question of how to be cool like in general. And for me, I feel like when I say this, a lot of people think I'm crazy, but how to be cool. Okay, whatever. (laughs) In my opinion, I feel like everybody's freaking rad. I feel like everyone's a very, very cool person. Like, I don't, I haven't met one person that's like, oh my, ew, you're not cool. Like, I don't care. I love everybody. I think everybody's freaking awesome at the end of the day. But this is the whole thing where it just comes with confidence. And I understand confidence is really hard. But in my opinion, to put it flat out, if you say you're pretty, you're pretty. If you say you're smart, you're smart. If you say you're awesome, you're awesome. If you say you're cool, you're cool. It's believing it. Because if you can't believe that you're pretty or you're smart or you're beautiful or you're cool, how is someone else supposed to? It's something, it's like you buying a product. If you don't believe in your own product, how are you supposed to sell it? It's as simple as that. You have to believe you're cool to be cool. But also, like, not like being socially cool matters. I think socially cool is stupid. But being, like, just a cool person is awesome. I feel like being a cool person is just being a good person and a nice person and, like, a funny person, in my opinion. I don't, I feel like a lot of people too relate cool to being like, oh, everybody loves me and like everybody wants to be around me, which is stupid. Don't be that kind of cool person. (laughs) So for the next kind of topic in this advice talk series episode, I wanted to talk about relationships. And I keep saying I want to have a whole other episode that talks about relationships, and I still do because I have a lot of, you know, opinions and advice when it comes to all that. But I got a couple questions on Instagram about advice on relationships and things that have to kind of deal with it, so we're going to talk about it. Um, one thing that I've kind of been thinking about recently, and I feel like I have done this a couple times and it tends to work a lot better than the other way around and that is when you are starting uh let's say like in just in the beginnings of a relationship you know you're starting to like somebody 
guys are kind of starting to go out and stuff like that, I think what's important to kind of do also, can we like count how many times I say important? Because apparently I have no other word that is a freaking synonym for important because that's all I say. So if we can count that and somebody can send me the number, that'd be really fun. (laughs) Of how many times I say important in my freaking podcast. But anyways... When you are starting off in a relationship and you guys are going out and whatever, I feel like it's a cool thing to remember that you should start off the relationship with your head and let your heart follow rather than starting the relationship with your heart and letting your head follow. And head, I mean like brain and stuff, you know? So I feel like hearts are actually very stupid because they only rely on feeling. You know, how you're feeling in a situation. So, if you let your heart go first, then it's gonna just be overflowing and flooded with all the feelings of the beginnings of a relationship. You know, the attraction, just the feeling of attention and the feeling of being wanted and all those things, you know. But if you let your head go first, which I feel like makes way more sense... If you let your head go first, your head could see any red flags, um, any logistical issues, or even good, you know, there's good logic going on, or, and just be there and be mentally there of learning about somebody and investing in someone and learning what makes them them. And I feel like that's the whole point of a relationship. You know, you're, you're investing in somebody, you're investing in learning about them, succeeding with them and being with them. And... That's when I feel like it's very important to let your head go first and let your heart follow. Because if you're re- if you're already kind of very interested in learning about a person and then you have feelings for them afterwards, I feel like that's a very cool thing. That's why I always say too, like, it's kind of cool if you're, like, friends first and then you guys kind of, like, fall for each other. But also that's a hard thing because I've also been in situations where your friends first and then it's just too awkward to be with a person <laughs> so it's, it's a little hard but you know just getting to know somebody first genuinely rather than being like I'm getting to know you because I want to be with you you get what I'm saying so let your head go first see everything for what it is and just really be mentally there and then have your feelings kind of follow through afterwards with that is um, how to, I got a question on my Instagram of how to know if you like somebody. And it's so funny because I feel like I haven't heard that word in a while. Like, oh, I like you. Like, kind of makes me, like, cringe a little bit. I don't know. It just sounds like kindergarten. I don't know. <laughs> but that's where my brain went. But uh, how to know if you like somebody. And I feel like the whole liking stage is a fun stage because it's very, like, oh, like, I don't know if they like me back or, like, I'm trying to, like, do things to, like, let them know, but it's hard. It's a fun stage to be in, I feel like, in a relationship. Anyways, but how to know know if you like somebody is I feel like if you really enjoy, you know, their time and their presence and the conversations you have between them, you and that person, and, you know, like, you crave spending time with them and you crave being around them and just being in their presence and all those little things. If you just really want to, like, get to know the person and be around the person, you know, a good chunk of the time, even if you just think about them, you know, all the time in your free time and things like that, um, I feel like that's a big flag of you probably like somebody or that person, in my opinion. 
I don't know. That's how I see it. <laughs> now, on the other end of that is I got a question of how do you get over a heartbreak? Because obviously those suck. And in my personal experience, heartbreaks are hard and they're rough. But I think what you have to understand is that when you're in a relationship, it's a partner system. You know, you you're not reliant on the person, but you're very comfortable with having a partner. You know, like you're very comfortable with having someone to talk to all the time, having to someone to say good morning and good night to all the time, someone to talk through during the day and everything. You know, you're used to having somebody there all the time for you. Now, when you break up with somebody, that connection is immediately cut off. So it's really hard to learn how to do things on your own again. And I feel like that's the ultimate goal of getting over a breakup. Because in my opinion, I don't feel like you could really get over a person. Yeah, you could stop, you know, you know, like, okay, I don't have feelings for them anymore. I'm not in love with them anymore. But at least for me, I could never stop caring about a person. You know, I will always care about somebody in my past. I will always have love for them and, like, whatever they do. And I hope they succeed and I hope they get everything they want. You know, but it's just, like, I'm not with that person anymore and that's perfectly okay. And, or, like, I'm not talking to that person anymore and that's perfectly okay. So, I feel like that's the whole point of just getting out of a heartbreak and getting over it is your ultimate goal being that you're learning how to do things on your own again. And being your own person, being reliant on really only yourself. And I just feel like that's also comes with like surrounding yourself with positive people and people that understand what you're going through and are willing to help you in any which way possible just to get back into your whole groove of being, you know, only on your own and doing things yourself. And with that, I feel like in a relationship, you should also not be so reliant on your significant other. You should very much be able to still do things on your own without them like I feel like that's very important you have to be able to do your everyday life without them sometimes and I I feel like that's very important and put tally that on the next time I put say freaking important because I can't say anything else and it makes me frustrated but it's okay because it's my show so I'll say important this whole freaking episode if I want to but anyways let's go on to the next thing um the final thing for relationships is do not get into a relationship if you're just not ready it's okay to not be ready and I said this in my I kind of said something like this in my first podcast episode and I said it's important to remember it's not important when it comes to relationships because everybody is so not everybody but a lot of people are so committed to wanting to be in a relationship They're like I need a girlfriend I need a boyfriend I need to be in a relationship or, or like I'm not important to society you know and that's stupid it's okay to not be ready you know or it's okay to just be like I don't really want to be in a relationship and that's all right but most of all like it's important to remember that it's okay if you're just not ready to be in one it's perfectly okay to just you know have time to yourself and work on yourself and do your own thing and not have to answer to anybody you know what I'm saying so it's just important to remember if you're not ready it's completely okay or if you don't want to be in a relationship it's in it's completely okay the last thing I wanted to talk about is like work but I'm gonna generalize the word work so it could be like sports things you're passionate about like activities you're passionate about um schoolwork things like that you know like things that are 
technically your job to do well. And I have one thing to say about it. <laughs> and this is the one that makes me so angry. And when it comes to work, in my opinion, the best advice I could give is give it like give it your all, give it your your 100,000% or just don't even bother doing it. Because I don't know one person that likes like half half effort, you know? No one likes to even see that. So don't even bother with half effort. If you're not going to give it your all and give it your 100,000%, just don't do it because no one likes seeing half effort. Uh, and it makes me so mad because like anything that I do, if I'm not giving 110%, I, it doesn't make any sense for me to want to do it because I'm not going to just give you half effort. I'm just not going to do it if I don't care that much. Give 110% or just don't do it. Don't waste your time. Okay, that's all I have to say about that one. So, in my In Love With Life podcast, I got a couple good feedback messages from the whole quote segment I had in that episode, and I was on the hunt for some quotes that I had saved recently that kind of relate to what we're talking about today. So, I'm going to share those with you. Uh, A couple that I found for relationship advice and things like that, uh, one says, I want a long-term thing. And I feel like when you're younger, it's a lot harder because, you know, people kind of just talk to people here and there and you kind of date here and there and it's kind of okay. But at the same time, there is a handful of people that just don't really want to date for real, for real. You know, they just want to like have the attention and the attraction or whatever, but they're not trying to like be in a long term or even a term at all with somebody. And I feel like if you're kind of that type of person, that's cool, you do you, but kind of just remove yourself from entertaining people that want that want long term, you know, because I feel like if you at the very least don't want long term, then you're just dating for a breakup. You're dating for, you know, to hurt your heart or your own. So I just feel like if you're not older then date for long term but if you're older you should be dating for like marriage I feel because at the same time you're just dating for a heartbreak that's how I see it I don't know I, it just makes sense in my head but um I also saw another one and it was like in a text message format kind of a deal like it was like two bubbles going back and forth and this was this one was kind of cool and it says I have no respect for a girl who tries to get between a relationship And then the other bubble said, I have no respect for a guy who lets it happen. And that's kind of very, 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 very true. Because I have seen some homewreckers in my day. And those people are awful. And I have zero respect for those girls and or guys. You know? But you also have to see it from the other side. Yes, you can hate a girl however much you want, you know, for wrecking a relationship. But... You have to give blame to the guy that let it happen. And obviously it could be flipped. You know, a guy gets in the middle of the relationship and the girl lets it happen. But my whole point is you have to see it from both sides and give both sides the blame. I think that's what I'm trying to say. And, you know, as much as you shouldn't have respect for the girl who does it, you should have zero respect for the guy who lets it kind of happen and lets the relationship fall apart because of that person. 
And I feel like that's a very smart way to think about it. It's not. It's never really in that situation. It's not just the person that gone in between. You know, it's not just them to blame. The last one I have found for a relationship is how you're how you are treated is way more important than how much you like somebody. And that one, that one's really good. Because I feel like people tend to relate liking somebody. You're like, oh, I really like them because of how they look. And I feel like that's how I kind of took that one. You know, if you find someone really attractive, you're like, oh, yeah, I like them. But I'm like, no, you like how they look. So I feel like how you like somebody should be based on, you know, how how you're treated, how you treat them, and how everything is, you know, shifted between you guys back and forth. And that's why it's how how you're treated is way more important than how much you like somebody. Because you can like somebody however much you want. But are you being treated the way you should be treated? No, that's a very important question. I found a couple for personal kind of advice too. I couldn't find any for work, which I don't know why, but I just couldn't. <laughs> so I have a couple for personal. But... um. The first one is gut feelings are guardian angels. Listen to them. And I feel like that's kind of really important because if you think about it, where does a gut feeling come from? It literally just happens. It could be such a random idea, but it's so like, oh my God, that could be happening. Hold on. Wait a minute. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like, like I, I'm, you know, I do all the time. I get gut feelings. I'm like, no, 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 no. There's no way. There's no way. There's no way. And then it does happen. I'm like, oh, well, should have listened to my gut. And I feel like everybody has that kind of deal, too, where, like, dang, I should have listened to myself when I thought that's what was happening, too. I really do believe that gut feelings are guardian angels. And at the end of the day, if you don't believe that, gut feelings are there for a reason, and you should listen to them. At least give it some thought. The last one I have for personal is controlling your emotions doesn't mean avoid your emotions. Feel your crap, understand your crap, but don't lose your crap. And I live by that. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's such a way to put like what I kind of do into words. Because half of, the, half of the things I do, probably more than half of the things I do, I don't know how to say it. Like, they're because they're just the ways I go about life. I don't know how to put it into words. But for me, I think it's a whole deal of also people not knowing what's really going inside of my brain, inside of my life, inside of my personal day-to-day. They feel like I'm almost avoiding my emotions and, you know, I'm not accessing them enough. But I'm like, no, like, I talk to the big guy upstairs, I talk to my family, I talk to a couple close friends, you know, I very much deal with my emotions, you know, very well, and, but that's just the whole point of just, like, I control them, but I don't avoid them, and I feel like that's something that people forget also, is that everything your body does, you have full control of it, you have control of your actions, your words, your feelings, and your emotions, so control it understand it and i feel like that's this is a very cool quote because you should be able to feel everything you want or need to feel in a situation or in your life understand it to its fullest capacity so that you could you know 
gain all the knowledge from the situation. And then just don't lose your cool. You know, just don't lose your cool. Just, you know, just... (laughs) It's as simple as it goes. Just, you know, keep your cool, control everything in this situation, and you'll be just fine. I feel like that's very important in life. Just keep your cool. Just chill out. You know, this whole life thing, nobody makes it out alive. So it is what it is. And I feel like that's what I got for today. And I hope I help somebody out there because advice is hard. And good advice is hard to come by. And I feel like I've had, you know, a wild 17 years on this earth. And I hope what I do know can help somebody out there. And... I, like I always say, I really appreciate everybody that's in support of this podcast and, you know, just really encouraging me to keep going. And this whole thing is really fun to do, and I hope everybody's been enjoying it. Thank you for listening on another episode, and make sure to follow my Instagram for more ways to interact with the podcast as well as updates. And I will see you guys next week. Bye! <laughs>